By now, you're probably aware that the British government have asked big tech platforms to censor our online content and that some online platforms have complied with that request. What you may not know is that this happens in the context of the Online Safety Bill, which is a piece of UK legislation that grants sweeping surveillance and censorship powers, and it's a law that has already been passed. I also don't imagine you've heard of the Trusted News Initiative. Now, as is often the case when a word like trusted is used as part of an acronym to describe an unelected body, trust is the last thing you should be offering. The Trusted News Initiative is a collaboration between big tech and legacy media organizations to target, control, choke and shut down independent media organizations. Because the actual real rivalry now is not between the BBC and CNN globally, it's actually between all trusted news providers and digital platforms. It's clear that these organizations collaborate in constructing narratives, whether that's around the war or the pandemic, and of course, there are other examples. Hi, Steve here. Since my last video, which was removed from YouTube and I was slapped with another seven day jail sentence from YouTube, I don't need to worry about holding back any of the facts or the truth from you today. For the people that only watch my videos on YouTube, I'm sorry they're not aware of the other platforms that never remove my videos, but all my other platforms are listed on the website forward slash video dash channels. Before I get into this video, I want to start by making it very clear that if you're not a born again believer, your prayers go unheard and unanswered. The only prayer that God hears from a non-believer in Jesus Christ is that prayer of humility and asking for forgiveness of their sins and asking Jesus Christ to be the Lord of their life. Other than that, if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, you are in this world without hope and without God. And I want to say this to everyone watching this video, including believers in Jesus Christ. Bad things can happen even to believers. And to think that you're immune from evil in this world system is to be completely naive and without real understanding about God's sovereignty. Let me tell you what God's sovereignty means. It means that his word will always be fulfilled. Does it mean that a Christian can always trust in God's protection for them and their family? Yes, it does, but it does not guarantee that wickedness will never affect you or your family. And next comes God's power that he's given us to choose and make decisions for ourselves and our families. And based on your understanding of his word and his will, you'll make those choices. We are very close to seeing the second seal opened on this earth, and when it is, we will all have to make the next choice. And for those watching this video who have either bought into the propaganda that because there are guns in this country, the violence has increased, and you don't own one, and don't ever want to own one, and you have made your choice to surrender and possible slaughter. The reality is... We have been invaded deliberately and on purpose. And the reason is to fulfill what is written in chapter 6, verses 3 through 4 of Revelation. Authorities announcing there were more than 232,000 migrant encounters at the southern border in August, the highest monthly total this year. The president says his policies are working. We put in place policies 
that process people in a fair and fast way. But our poll shows only 23% approve of his handling of the situation, another career low. I hear so many believers say, Jesus is coming soon. Well, compared to 2,000 years ago, it is very soon. But he's made it clear to anyone who has truly studied the Word of God and can see that he is not going to return until well after chapter 6 is completed. Let's face reality. We have a criminal cabal led by global Satanists, and their goal is to usher in the time of the Antichrist. I realize that Americans living in their ongoing normalcy bias can't understand this when there are even so many believers in Christ who don't see it either. But nevertheless, we've been invaded, and it's only a matter of time before peace will be removed from this earth, and men will slaughter each other. Your government is now warning you in America that they can't protect you anymore. You're on your own. When a sheriff here in my own state of Florida was on with the morning show, letting them know that you better be ready because if you're attacked, if you're unwilling to defend yourself, then you will be killed or maimed for life. You'll be at the mercy of those attackers that are only out to kill you, to rob you, or both. Fully understand that this is war and you better be prepared to wage war to protect you your family and those around you if attacked. Florida Sheriff sending a clear message on social media, urging people to arm themselves in case of an unseen attack. His message has since gone viral. Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivey joins us right now from Palm Beach County. Sheriff, I watched the video yesterday, and in the beginning you say, I am probably one of the most politically incorrect sheriffs in America, but your message is a potent one, and that is you've got to be ready because you don't know when the, somebody's going to come after you, right? That's, that's exactly right. The video was about preparedness. We want our citizens to understand that there's no way to predict where the next attack's coming from or even the next active shooter. So we, uh, we want our citizens to be prepared to be the first line of defense, and, and that's what the video really spoke to. Sheriff, what's the reaction from your community? It's been very positive. Um, in fact, yesterday we went through and looked at not only the comments but the, the likes and dislikes on it. And less than 1% of the people that um, uh, 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 were on our Facebook page are about less than 1% disliked mm -hmm. it. Everybody else loved it. And the comments were um, overwhelmingly positive. You know, we're watching London. We're watching Paris. We're watching Brussels. And we see the average, America, the average citizen of that country uh, are sitting ducks. They become victims. And then we think about Orlando a year ago today. Victims just sitting there because the terrorist has the gun. You want to stop that. I, I do. You know, it's, the best law enforcement agencies in the country have response times in minutes, but a violent criminal can take your life in a second. So we need, we need our citizens to be well prepared, to have already thought about mm -hmm. their emergency plan. If they're a concealed carry holder, carry their gun with them. It's not doing any good at the house or, or in the car. Carry it where it's, it's um, allowed to be carried. And no matter if you're somebody that carries a concealed or don't, have a plan. Um, have a secondary weapon or even look to environmentally arm with things that are in the room or in your immediate environment. That's a good advice. Yeah, these terrorists don't want you to fight back, so you've got to be able to put them on the defensive. They, they not only don't want you to fight back, they're not prepared for you to fight back. They are, they are there being the attacker, and when somebody turns it on them, their plan falls to pieces. Jason Owens, the new head of the Border Patrol, has warned that the agency is unable to protect Americans from the hardened criminals smuggling in weapons, drugs, and gang members because it is so overwhelmed with processing thousands of illegal immigrants every day. Migrant encounters at the southern border are surging once again after a lull this summer 
with cities straining to host more asylum seekers. To alleviate the pressure, President Biden granted temporary legal status to nearly half a million Venezuelans already in the country, allowing them to legally work. But thousands more migrants are arriving daily, testing the Biden administration's migration strategy. ABC's Matt Rivers is in El Paso with the new border chief in charge there. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Martha. We had an exclusive conversation with the new Border Patrol chief, Jason Owens, who laid out the myriad challenges facing his organization amidst unrelenting historic migration. The crisis continues at the U.S.-Mexico border, the highest total of migrant encounters since December, and this month reportedly on pace to surpass that figure. And this morning, exclusive access to the top U.S. official on the front line. Border Patrol Chief Jason Owens giving ABC News his first interview since taking over the top job nearly three months ago. In terms of flow and, and the threats that we're seeing uh, with fentanyl and with the uh, criminal organizations that, uh, that are our adversary, it's about as bad as I've ever seen it. The last week has been intense to say the least. Thousands crossing per day in the latest spike in migration. We haven't seen these numbers since the end of Title 42, the pandemic era policy that allowed officials to quickly expel most migrants at the border without allowing asylum claims. How sustainable is this, your ability to respond to this amount of people at the border? This isn't sustainable. This is uh, up and down the system. Uh, everybody is overwhelmed, even the government of Mexico, which have been great partners for us. The U.S. Border Patrol, a lot of times our facilities are already over capacity. Nowhere more overwhelmed than the small town of Eagle Pass, Texas, where thousands of migrants converged and crossed over the last week. Behind that, in part, organized crime. Officials say human smugglers surged migrants to that area for a reason. So you believe what's happening in Eagle Pass is directly a distraction to occupy your time instead of looking at something else? I believe it's a money-making opportunity for those smugglers, and I believe it's a distraction for them to cross other things into the country. Other things like? Narcotics, fentanyl, uh, bulk cash, weapons, people of interest, whether it be hardened criminals, gang members, convicted, convicted sexual predators. Owen says his agents should be focused on stopping those kind of things, but instead must deal with unrelenting flows of migrants. It's quickly overwhelmed federal facilities, with officials forced to release thousands of migrants into the U.S. to await immigration proceedings. Human smugglers promising migrants they'll simply just be let in, which Owen says is not true. They're still facing removal and deportation, so it is not this, this open gate that the, uh, that the smugglers are promising. But that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Immigration law aside, migrants are going to keep coming. A record 81,000-plus migrants crossed the notorious Darien Gap from Colombia to Panama last month, eventually joined on the route to the U.S. by those from Central America and Mexico. Owens is keenly aware of the political debate, but says his agency just follows the law. We see a lot of, uh, a lot of folks say, just push people back, just uh, don't let them cross or, or send them back immediately. The U.S. Border Patrol is a law enforcement agency. We enforce the laws that are on the books. We don't have the right, nor should we, of denying somebody due process once they are on American soil. And Martha, the thing that Owens kept coming back to is that it is not the job of Border Patrol agents to process migrants, or at least it shouldn't be. It's their job to stop deadly, harmful things from coming into the country, but they can't do that as long as this kind of migration keeps happening and as long as Congress doesn't pass comprehensive immigration reform to fix what is unquestionably a broken system. You could still be killed, even if you own a weapon, but at least you have a fighting chance to survive. And no matter what, we're all going to face death. 
Like I've said before, it's not if you're going to die, it's only when you're going to enter eternity. And then the question will be, where will you spend eternity? There are only two options for all of us, either in a devil's hell or in the king's kingdom. It's up to you. Think about it. 